Aloha, everybody. Welcome to Unshackled Liberty. I'm Q, the abolitionist. What's up? It's Crypto Gumbo. And this is episode 37. We have two friends of ours on today that we interviewed. Um, They recently just recovered from their coronavirus uh, sickness. The sickness. They're they're down with the sickness. Do you think we could... uh, <laughs> Do you think we could get that song? Would we be doing some sort of copyright uh, violation if we can get that song for this episode? Because they were down with the sickness, even if just for that clip, whatever. We give it a shot. But uh, I'll say we just do it and then see what happens. Yeah, let's see if I can find it. Let's see if I find it. Whatever. So they, uh, I thought it was a good conversation. What do you think? I thought it was great. It was. Uh, yeah. It was cool to see some. Some guys that we know personally, and you know, unfortunately, they went through what they went through, but it gives light into a, you know, when Unchecked Liberty come on the scene, COVID hit, bam. So it's interesting to see to know people who have gone through it, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's unique. It was interesting how different their stories are, um, and how they each kind of re- how their body each reacted to it differently which makes me wonder if there was yeah. you know different strains maybe you, you had mentioned that a while back that maybe there's a couple different strains running around but i think they would tell us that don't you think maybe not i would hope that uh yeah it, it just sounds like uh even the the professionals don't know really yeah. what to think about all this so. well anyway so uh episode 37 dude is in the books and uh, thought this was a good one. I hope you guys enjoy it.
Well, okay, guys, we're uh, we're joined with uh, Uncas and Beto. Am I saying those word, those names correctly, guys? Uncas and Beto. You say am I right? I am good. All right. Yep. So that's Beto. So that's Beto. You you're here. And what about uh, Uncas? How you how you doing, buddy? Uncas is fine. Uncas is fine. So hey, um, a little bit of the, like in the intro, we talked a little bit about. Uh, these two guys that we actually know on a personal level, we we've known these guys for a number of years. We both Gumbo and I interface with them, um, you know, fairly regularly. And, and so uh, both, both Uncas and Beto uh, have recently recovered from Corona, the, uh, the Corona virus, the COVID-19 um, sickness. They got down with the sickness, right? So uh, we're going to go sickness. ahead and talk to them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Got down with the that. Oh, wow. down, yeah, yeah. I got through it. <laughs> you know, so, you remember that song, so, right? Come on. <laughs> so we're going to talk to them a little bit about their experiences, um, and uh, and and how that went for them, and 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 uh, just kind of have a little conversation about that. Um, first of all, did you guys want to introduce yourselves? Did you want to talk a little bit about yourselves first, or you want to just dive right into to your illness? I let our uncles go. Uncas, you're up, buddy. Tell me about yourself. I'm up. Yeah, where, where are you from? For where places unknown. Uh. <laughs> these, these are not hard questions, hey, bro. Uncas Unc- 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 is from even, the Twilight Zone. We haven't even got to the hard part yet, man. Hey, Uncas is from the Twilight <laughs> Zone. Like this, if it's going to be like this early on, it's going to be a long episode, buddy. <laughs> you might want a little bit more prep that way. Oh, shoot, I'm from Hawaii. You're from Hawaii, good. All right. right um, awesome, dude. So you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to tell us more than you want to know, or more than you want to tell us. That's 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 fair. Um, so, when did you, when did you come down with, or I guess, how did you know that you had the uh, uh, coronavirus? How did you know you came down with COVID nineteen? The corona spiracy. Oh, I, I started having symptoms. Yeah. What were your symptoms? Yeah. High fevers. Yeah. Anything else? Just high fevers? How did you know that it was something else? I mean, did you have to go get tested? You had to go get tested, right? So what was the test like? Uh, the, the, the test was a rather miserable test. Uh, they, they wanted like 15 swabs deep up in each canal of, of your nose, hmm. each nostril of your nose. Um, How, wait, time out. How many? 15 swabs? Wanted, you know, they wanted 15 good pokes and, 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 and swirls inside each of your nostril. Wow, dude, that'd be scared. They'd puncture my brain lining. Well, they let you do it so that you'd be the one puncturing oh. your brain lining. So, so let me, so you, you did it yourself. Yep. That doesn't while, st- while somebody, um, dressed in, um, in protective garb observed. That's like a pecker checker in the Navy watching you pee when you have to do your analysis. <laughs> That's that's not cool. You need a professional to to administer the swab, right? You know, I didn't experience that intimacy like like you did. In the <laughs> where, where, are you are you relating to? Uh, were you doing that in the Navy? Were you the observer? Uh, the, I, I refused that job. I refuse to be the observer. Yeah. Are, are we, I can tell you a nightmare not, before you even before you even got a chance to say yes to that job. Well, well one of the lines was, well, "You need to see the urine, leave the penis," and I was like, "I'm good, man. I got watch. <laughs> I'm gonna be in main one, engine room <laughs> operator. Okay, I don't need. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to. Know. Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad we're having this this conversation on the show. Thank you. Thanks. Well, come on, man. It's Thanks. part of. It's part of it, the the, the so nostril swab. Where, where, where were you when you had that test done? Where were you at? Aloha Stadium. Aloha Stadium. So was it was it like a was that one of those set up like like big testing uh, facilities that they they set in these different places or what? Uh, Why were you at Aloha Stadium? No, they, what, what was they, going on there? I mean, well, we're at Aloha Stadium because that's that's where the uh, state of Hawaii has set up one of many um, testing facilities. So, like, did you show up to go to the swap meet and you decided to grab a ukulele and then go get a, a swab, or, or did you go there? Well, uh, 
um, even if I wanted to, they had uh, kicked out all the ukulele salesmen, and and um, now we went we went to get tested. Okay. We we had had um, our symptoms for. Um, uh, this was the third day we were still in our symptoms, and you know there, there was no doubt at that point that it was something other than the what we're used to flu. So you had the, uh, so you had like a uh, you had a you had a fever. You had like a funny taste sensation. Was there body aches at all with that? Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's a bit different. Yeah. Uh, in my case, um, I mean, whatever aches I was experiencing or taste changes I was experiencing, it, it wasn't those things that alerted me that this was different than the common flu. It was the uh, uh, spike, spiking fevers for more than a day. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. So how bad were those body aches? How long were your fevers? How long? You said more than a day. How many days did you have this fever? Oh, I I was fighting fevers for 10 days. Wow. Wow. So for 10 days, you had fever. I'm used to knuckling down and knocking it out in in a 24-hour period and and feeling, you know, chipper, ready to go back. Did you ever feel like uh, that your safety was at risk? Like, oh, man, I I, I do have this uh, COVID and... Did you ever feel like I might have to go to the hospital, ventilator, paranoid? What was going through your head? Well, um, my concern drove me to, you know, call my, call, call my uh, doctor up and have an interview over the phone with him. They didn't want to see me at, at, at the facility and to ask him a bunch of questions. And then, um, You know, once once I was, you know, once they once I once he didn't want to see me, and just told me to uh, quarantine and um, and manage the uh, symptoms, I became better at managing the symptoms, and uh, and I and I really had no more fears of that. I mean, my, my initial my initial uh, you know concern was, hey, this is taking too long. You know, this this isn't. This, I mean, I, I'm used to kicking this in, a, in two days tops. Why is this lasting? And this is miserable. Yeah. So, so it, how long did it take for you to get a, you, your, your result back from the uh, Aloha Tower? Uh, no, it was the Aloha Tower, the Aloha Stadium. Yeah, it, uh, I think when that Friday. That, when you took that I took it on a Monday. That Friday. And then, and then that Friday or Thursday, they called and told us, they told me I had it. Did you, did you mainline any bleach? <laughs> uh, no, I, um, I have um, uh, my, my, um, my significant other has five other sisters. And uh, they, uh, they circled the wagons, and they came up with every conceivable home remedy you could think of. And, of course, you know, being the master of my own castle, I did what I was told. And it was, uh, and, 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 I, and, and I soon couldn't decide what was more painful, the experimentation or the fevers. Oh, Uncas knows best. Listen to them women. There's five of them. My goodness. <laughs> Let's put it this way. As um as uh as strong and brave as Uncas is, he knows when he's met his match. <laughs> so you took you, so you took a test on on a Monday, and you in a in a pandemic where the whole world is freaking out over over this coronavirus, and it took them in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty, it took them five days to get your result. Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. You 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 aren't anywhere near. The uh, the the real tragedy here. Uh oh, I'm I'm listening. I'm sh- yeah, I'm shaking me, in my boots. Tell me what's as up. you know, as you know, in the state of Hawaii, they've locked everything down. Yeah. They have um, mustered the national guard to do contact tracing. Because they're real good at that, I'm sure. They've been trained properly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you can. It, well, I don't want to say it that way. Um, it can't be too difficult to train. An individual on how to contact trace. You mean it can't be too difficult to train somebody to watch them stick stuff up their nose? Hey, we were all in the navy. <laughs> we learned some interesting things, and we got um and 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 they be and those those simple tasks 
became all-encompassing and all-important and nothing on the earth was going to deter you from doing them exactly the way you were told because you didn't want to suffer uh, another berating for not doing it right. True, true. Yeah. Yep, touche. Well, no. Basically, I went to Aloha Stadium and I think I saw all the National Guard members that were mustered um, taking, taking information and escorting us around to take a little swab out of our nose. So, so the worst part about was, was the uh, National Guard just, uh, uh, what, watching you? Was that the problem? No, I'm thinking in terms of the numbers of cases that we've had in Hawaii and the number of deaths and where those deaths, um, what part of the population those deaths are. Um, I mean, granted, in the beginning, nobody knew anything. Yeah, we were all scared. It was, it was crazy, right? It's like a Walking Dead episode. Oh, yeah. well, they've, they've, been, they've been doing a real good job of, um, of uh, pushing the fear on, on this pandemic yeah. as opposed to the other pandemics. They didn't really care. They didn't tell us enough about them. But this one, they've gone all out and making sure we understand that um, they're in charge, that we should all hunker down, stop living our lives. Yep. And oh, by the way, now that we've been, what, it, seven months or nine, eight months on on this thing? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So uh, you, could, you could take the uh, National Guard, circle them around every uh, 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 place where the elderly live and prevented more deaths a whole lot more efficient, efficiently than whatever this method is. Yeah. So you were, you, you and both, you said both you and your wife uh, took, you know, got tested. Did you guys both come up positive or just you? I came up positive. She came up negative. But you guys had the Later same, on, the same, the same symptoms. Yes. Oh yeah. So you took a we test on Monday, symptoms. five days later, your results came back. You were hot. She was negative. And, but you guys were living the same dream. You guys are going through the same process. Same thing. What and then a couple of, and then a couple, and then a week later she took it and, and it came up positive. Um, and then of course uh, they figured that was a, um, a, the first one was a false, false negative. And then of course uh, we finished our quarantine and uh, all the symptoms have pretty much gone away. What, what about um, her sisters? Did they, did they get, catch it, get the, the COVID? Oh no no no! It, you you know it's it's the uh, it's the family network. Oh, got it. None got of it, them are alive, but um, I got every last home remedy stuffed down my um, my gullet. Put in, in, put in order your nostrils. to uh, fight this. Uh, <laughs> no, that didn't happen. <laughs> thank God. What? Well, okay, so, that's a that, yeah. So what? So. Are there any lasting effects? How long have you been, uh, been as far as you know, COVID-free? Um, I was COVID. I, uh, I was finished with my quarantine last Saturday. Yeah. And went to work on Monday. Okay. So it's been about a week. So it's been a week. Right. Okay. Have you had any lasting effects? That you well, no, 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 no. It, remember, my quarantine period extends beyond the last day of my symptoms. That's right. Yeah. How long was that? Uh, that was from the fourth uh, to the fourteenth. Oh, okay. So you had like ten days. So ten days from from uh, after you were you were you had your last last uh, uh, I guess symptoms or whatever. Ten days later, you um, you were off of quarantine. Okay. So the symptoms had subsided, and. Uh, and then we, I just had to wait until the um, uh, 26th to go back to work. Okay. Do you have any lasting effects? Do you, do you have anything going on that you think uh, um, might, might be contributed or might be uh, a holdover from when you had the, uh, the coronavirus? Um, uh, nothing that I've known. Are you're a, you know, like you're an athlete, right? You, you do stuff like. You train for what, triathlons. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just so I can keep up with my wife. Well, you're a healthy yeah. dude though, and you still got caught caught the the COVID. But but you're you're okay. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was getting oh. at. Have Have you noticed oh, any 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 issues with your um with your 
endurance or training or any of that stuff? Are you back to where you were from before you had the sickness or was there issues? Like- oh, no. Oh, oh no. I, I spent um, near three weeks lying around the house doing nothing. Uh, two of those weeks, not feeling like I wanted to do anything. So no, I need to get back in shape. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I seen you the other day. You still look good, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's a compliment. Not, a, not, I'm not trying to hit on you. Oh yeah. Well, the boss says differently. <laughs> she says I need to get hot. Uh, okay. Well, so I'm going to, I'm going to gumbo. You got anything else for, so, for, so, uh, um, so Uncas, after, after we talk to Beto and then, then we can all kind of get in here and, and scramble around and figure this out. But so do you think that this is worthy of shutting the world down? This, um, this pandemic, this scandemic, this, this COVID-19. <laughs> You're like, you're leading the witness, bro. <laughs> oh, but, but blame my last. Uh, hey, let me let me lead the host. Let me let me lead the host. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, like I like I mentioned earlier, now that we know a whole lot more about this pandemic, I mean, and it is a pandemic. Um, nobody on this planet, except for me and my wife and 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 um, and Bento. <laughs> Have, uh, have a natural immunity to it, and the rest of you individuals will eventually get it and develop an immunity to it. I'm pretty sure I had it, and his name is Beto, not Bento, okay? You've been in Hawaii too long. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Bento. <laughs> <Did it good. laughs> so anyhow, um, yeah, I think now that we know a whole lot more about this, who it affects, who is seriously in jeopardy, we could easily redeploy these efforts much more economically and purposely, but it almost seems like it's not in the people that are enforcing this best interest. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Well, it's hard, it's I mean, hard to, it, you know, it's, it goes back to control. A lot of this stuff in my mind is like you have, you, you have all these people that uh, they, they want us to feel like we need them. And so we don't need them. You're we, right. um, uh, you know, wanna... in 1776, <laughs> we, we didn't, we, we had pretty much settled that we didn't want any more control. We wanted to control our own lives. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring uh, I'm gonna bring Beto in here. In 1861, uh, we decided that really needed to be everybody, <laughs> not just a few. That's true. So a, I don't uh, know when women's suffrage was, but we finally got around to uh, catching up to uh, Abigail Adams's thoughts. So, I want to uh, go ahead and have uh, have Beto come in. Beto, your 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 mic is muted. I had you I had you. I muted you. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, what was hey, your experience hey, like? What did you? Hey, what did you get? Hey, good, good job, Q. Mute, mute the minority, man. Good job. <laughs> the minority, white, man. The minority white, always suppre- gets, gets white suppressive piece of trash. <laughs> just like the COVID. Just like the K- that white privilege. That white privilege. <laughs> Muting up. Keeping the. You know, man. Come on. Oh, no, man. Yeah, thanks. No man, but honestly, awesome thanks, thanks for having me have me on uh, on uh, on this chart. So uh, on the on the uh, podcast, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's bro. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what was your so, story like, bro? Where are you from? Man, no, man. Um, honestly, I was just the normal normal uh, normal work days, you know, and on the fleet down in the uh, shipyards and all that. So, uh, mine was uh, my experience was. Just I started getting tired like around Thursday, around the third of uh, last month, right? Just started getting tired, felt tired. That um, Friday afternoon, I mean Friday morning, I was just like I just ran or had a lot of exercise. I was just exhausted, tired, felt a lot of pain, and I said, you know what? I'm leaving for lunch. I work from home, and when I got home, took a shower, took temperature, boom, 103. So you know it was three the the, the weekend the, the the three day weekend I said you know what I I shut my mouth I go to sleep take my uh, few reducers and just hopefully by Tuesday morning I go back to work so all Friday night temperature was can't control the temperature couldn't control it 
you know, hydrate my, with water, Gatorade, and just kept the temperature didn't come, come down. Around Saturday morning, same thing, man. Temperature was high. My wife was, uh, you know, just uh, giving me the medication and and, so, and just trying to reduce my temperature with, you know, ice packs on my on my forehead, my neck, you know, just trying to reduce it. So finally, I think like Saturday evening or Saturday night, my temperature reduced close to normal, um, but still, my that's when I started feeling pain. And I said, well, jokingly around at that time, we said, oh, well, you know what? You probably have the COVID. I said, man, don't say that. Don't say that because, don't say that because there was a lot of people, man, that's going to be pissed yeah. if I, when you do that, the track, the, the tracing, right? Hey, man, so you, know then, we this, uh, you know we got this thing called chicken noodle soup for fever, right? But I, I tried it. Every <laughs> single joking, one, joking. I even plucked my own chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So anyway, so... Then Sunday morning, man, just the pain didn't go. So made a made a made a call and said, "Hey, same thing, just like uh, Uncas. Say I'm gonna go get the test. We have they have they have it in the Loja Stadium. Took my own test. We got a line. I'm set. You know, I kind of told the people, please stay away. Mind you, six feet, cause I might be sick, cause I have fever. Uh, Try to stay away from. Yeah. That was the big people, line of so people. On the, how many people were in line that that weren't sick I, that you could tell? I, so I think uh, in in front of me, well, there was about in front of me. Before my turn, it was like four people, a family of, of you know, four different uh, little groups because you had to stay with your own group if you came in as a, as a as family, right? So uh, in yeah. front of me, um, the couple looked pretty, you know, they were just concerned. But the ones in front of them, uh, the one of the daughters and uh, and I guess uh, the dad or whatever, they, they looked worse than I, than I felt. You know, they just, they were just concerned as they like, please stay away. Um, and then you talk to the security guard that just uh, probably like a rental cop, and then he said, "Just keep walking. I don't want to hear it." I said, "Okay, man." So, hey, Paul, did, that, you, man, did just, you pick up some bongos at the swap meet while you were there? Well, I I figured I was gonna bring some uh, nice little fruits, but <laughs> it was all closed, baby. It's it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it, it's hot at Aloha Stadium when you're walking around the circle, man. And, 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 and no water, man. I, I thought I thought it was gonna be a drive up, you know, like they were uh, advertising. I thought it was gonna be drive up. Just come in, they do it yourself. Oh, they do it for you? No, man. We had to wait in line. So I got people behind me that might not have been sick. I'm pretty sure they The, the worst place sick. to bring well, so a bunch of sick people with fever. Hey, go walk around in circles in the sun. Go walk around in circles. <laughs> yeah. So so that's a question that I don't I didn't have before just talking to you guys is you both went to Aloha Stadium, right? You both got your yeah. test there. Um, you were both obviously sick, right? But from what I've seen, when they have these big testing areas, it's like yeah. lines and lines and lines of people. And, and I'm understanding a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot, but some people are getting tested and they have no symptoms. Yep. So they're, they're voluntarily going into these testing facilities and testing themselves yep. and then in, in the process exposing themselves to people yep. like you who, who are down with the sickness. And, 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 that, and so are these testing facilities, and I don't know if we'll ever know the answer to this question, right? But are these testing facilities like a hotbed now? Is this where we're spreading a lot of the virus? I know? think it is because there was, before you went to their secure area that they had, when you went in line, they don't, they didn't have the separation. There was nobody there controlling, say, stay you six feet away, respect the, you know, the, the distance. You know, people, some people were like, just come onto the line, rub shoulders and get back in the back of the line. And. Once you get into the actual testing, the guy that that will give you the uh, your little test tube, he'll hook it up and with rubber gloves, give it to you, and our, our fingers touch. There's a guy behind me ready to take the next sample. So you're correct. You're, there was a very uh, controlled environment when they come down to the uh, in the testing. Uh, it just seems weird. Yeah. So you so you had to do it yourself too, Beto? Yeah, go down there, say, hey, get in front of the people. The person have all their PPE. And they're just six feet apart and said, open your container, make sure you rub it 10 seconds in each nostril. And, you know, not everybody's going to shove it up, you know, up to your brain. Some people were just doing it up to the tip of their nose. So obviously you're not going to get a, a sample, right? Or a, a, a clear sample. So yeah, I, did mine, I did mine on a Sunday and here we are the weekend, you know, the holiday that Monday. So, you know, carry on with my stuff is that came home, uh, you know, I, I, a sphere that I was going to have it. So I got in the back seat of the car, my wife got in the front, I opened the windows just in the case that I had it. Right. Um, so her and I tested, the, came back home Monday morning, you know, feeling the same thing, pain. The biggest pain that I had was on the areas that, that, that I had surgery. Right? I mean, my body was aching, 
my body was in pain, but the, the worst severe ones were the joints that I had surgery on, like my knees, my, my, uh, my thumbs, around my ankle areas that I had injuries. Those were the worst part, uh, like pain control. Oh, wow. I took painkillers that were not working, man. And so Monday morning, same thing. It's just like, you know what? They just wait in the room. I uh, isolate myself in the room, wait for the results. So they say, oh, two or three days. So obviously, you know, this is the holiday. Monday don't count, right? So Tuesday morning, woke up, just pain, fever reduced. And that was Labor Day, right? Monday morning. So that's another Monday thing. Morning. Here we are, here we are in, in a pandemic. In the pandemic. And the holidays yeah. don't count. <laughs> the, that's exactly yeah. what told me. Yeah. The holidays don't count. So anyway, so that Tuesday morning, the following week, no pain in the morning. I'm sorry, the morning I woke up, no pain, just just it like I just worked out, no fever. You know, I was like, see, I go, man, I'll go back to work, wait for my results. And the evening around five, six o'clock at, at night on Tuesday, that pain just out of nowhere. Fever jumped up, pain out of nowhere. Lost my, my you know, we, we had just had dinner. I was starting to have dinner, no taste. My, you know, the scent of smell, nothing, man. That, that Tuesday, so obviously I, by that time I said like, I think I have the COVID, just like wait for the results, right? So yeah. here we are, medicine again, trying to reduce my temperature all through the night on Tuesday. Wednesday morning, the following day, I told my wife, hey, I'm tired of being isolated by myself in, in, in my room. Let's go outside, let's hang out. Let me go sleep outside around, you know, I have breakfast, everything. So around nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh, I, I was coughing and my wife said, you're coughing real bad, let's call the doctor. Obviously, just like Unka says, it's all either video conference or just uh, obviously a phone call, right? I say, hey, I'm coughing, I have nasty sounds. And she just say, hey, you know what? It's probably, he's just probably getting over his fever, you know, just keep an eye on it. The minute we hung up the phone, boom, straight to, to the ER room. I said, you know, I'm not gonna take a chance. Started hurting like broken glass on my chest when I was coughing. And I said, yeah, that's that's more than so obviously I started getting nervous, right? So yeah. Then ended up going to, to the hospital to your room. They took my vital side and that guy said, You're going well, my wife is parking the car, right? They first time I ever go to the ER room, they say, You need to go to that window. And by the time I got to the window, they had a you know, rated wheelchair, doctor from the ER were in front waiting for me. I looked at my wife, I think that was one of the hardest parts, right? That they didn't even explain to her that they were taking me to the back. When she walked in, I was leaving. I stopped. I so said, they take me to the back. Yeah. So this no, window nothing. was like away from everybody else. Yeah. It was like, yep. it was like yeah. separated out. Well, from the it was, it, it was the, the, uh, yeah, no, the, the, the part about it is that they take the test inside the ER. It's not separated before you went to the ER. So you got people sitting around there probably there for a broken arm or whatever. Right. And you're transferring, you know, you're walking through the, through the same area they're sitting at. Right. So I, I think, uh, um, being in the same room was kind of, a kind of on Saturday because you take your vitals, you're sick, you're walking through the same people there in that living room, you know, kids, older people just sitting waiting for, you know, an ER. It, it, maybe they were there for just for something else, right? Other than the fever, right? So anyway, so they took me to the back, all concerned, took me to the, in the back, my own little bubble room. It was a bubble room, took me in, started giving vital signs. Says, hey, I told him I took a COVID test on Sunday. I haven't had the results yet, this is Wednesday. They said, we'll take a result in one hour, you will have your results. This is in the hospital. And I said, <laughs> I said one Come hour? On. And I'm waiting for four days already? So yes, sure enough, they, they, and this time they did it, touching my brain, man. They, they shoved it up there both sides. Uh, and then sure enough, they came back, um, had a couple alarm systems, you know, my, when they, on the vital panel, uh, when they were taking, because they wanted to take blood samples, so I just wanted to take some urine sample, all that, all that stuff, right? And my alarm started going off. And you can see, I felt, I mean, I saw that the nurse and her, in the process of taking blood, she looked at me, took the blood sample off and went and reset the alarm and left the room without really saying anything. So I knew something wrong because you can see the concern in their face, right? Oh, wow. Maybe five, 10 seconds, she came in with three doctors, two nurses, EKG, and, and they started doing all their little testing. And I said, what's going on? He goes, well, you're- What were they dressed like? There were other PPE that were dressing with PPE. Every room has its own set of doctors. Once in the, you're in the back of the ER room, did they the doctors treat you like ET? You know what? They did. Remember, they when did ET was, remember the ET movie? Where they, did they, where they, did they put you in a room and everybody looked like they had spacesuits on and did, stuff? Did they give you Reese's Pieces? <laughs> <laughs> M&M's, baby. M&M's. M&M's. Okay, okay. Was it, was it the M&M's with the nut in it or is it just regular M&M's? No, because the, the nut... Yeah. 
once again, we don't test that, you know, the testers. <laughs> We've got huevos. Huevitos. <laughs> so what did you, so you got, you got uh, admitted but, to the hospital. Yeah, then, right? but when so in the you, hour they came back, just like they said, maybe an hour and a half later with all my samples and said, hey, uh, you're not going home. You have, uh, the doctor explained, he said, you have Corona uh, pneumonia. Your lungs are not going to be working. We're not sending you home. We're going to keep you for observation for one day. We'll, talk, we'll let your wife know. You know, now I'm just as I'm texting my wife, what's happening? Kind of, uh, I'm not going to go home, right? And that was it. That's all they told me. So they packed it up. So at that point, up. at that point, you're thinking, oh, this COVID thing is serious, but I'm good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, you're in the hospital, and they're like, hey, yep. you got coronavirus-induced pneumonia, and you're like, pneumonia. uh, and you're texting your wife and kind yeah. of freaking out a little bit, right? That was that was the biggest part. And now it's kind of reality. It's like, hey, this shit is for real. My 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 chest is hurting. My lungs, the way they describe it, are uh, they they gave me oxygen and you know, like an old Did man, they you know, the they, they, had, they had the oxygen, right? Two different two, two people, both of us got sick, two different symptoms as far yeah. as uh, you know, yeah. just Did, got did fever. they tell you the difference between between coronavirus uh, pneumonia and regular pneumonia? Did they tell you that? No, I asked him, and he goes, oh, just your lungs, you got liquid in your lungs, and I said, well, yeah. why do you call it, why do you call it, uh, <laughs> you know, corona pneumonia, he goes, because it's hitting your other organs, too, so, and that's when I found out that, so, yeah, so, anyway, they took me to the ER room, I mean, to the ICU room, and, because that's the area that, for the, for the, um, corona, um, you know, the virus, uh, yeah. patients, right, so, as I'm walking, I say, and they're strolling me in, they put me into the room. I saw a couple of casualties that I thought, you know, it, it kicked me in when I, there were other patients and there were a bunch of doctors, you know, observing them. So it's like, oh, well, this is things for real. Something is for real, right? So once I got into my room and another doctor came in, they did the handshake. He goes, you got them. I had them. You got them. They talked to the, the, the little doctor notes. The doctor came back and said, you're not going home tomorrow. We're going to keep you for a week. And I said, what? Wow. He goes, yeah, for so, a week? Yeah, so he said your results for your for your liver, your results for your uh, uh, heart, and obviously your lungs are. Uh, we need to observe it, right? Do an observation throughout. So, all kind of steroids. They gave me a couple of steroids. They gave me a couple of. Uh, um, kind of was it? They give you any good? Did you have any good steroids? Any good ones? Yeah, that's when you. They gave me a couple of drugs. That's when you call me, you know. Right. Did Did you come out of the <laughs> hospital <laughs> with some bigger biceps? Like after they gave it to you, like. Jack, dude. <laughs> dude, that was everything that came steroids, out bigger, man. I want, bro. I want the coronavirus, man. If they're giving steroids, dude, I'm in. I want them. No, 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 no man. That's not how it works. The, the pain, the pain is ridiculous, man. You know how we always talk. Let's let uh, hope we get it so we can be immune to the whole coronavirus yeah, yeah, yeah the pain itself is not worth it i believe it's not worth it i mean it's it was ridiculous i mean i had fever before i had you know cold before but coughs you know but um the, so, the so, pain was so you're ridiculous. the first person that i person that i personally know that's had it in a bad way like oh, wow. I, you, okay. you hear about it like in the news like all these people have this coronavirus this covid19 and it's severe and i'm like man i'm not seeing it but you're the first person who actually had it where you, like bam you're in the hospital ventilator getting tests so, done like like so the biggest i mean one of the things is that uncas and i mean we ran a couple of times together you know uh, a couple of uh, runs around the, the island a couple of uh, you know the aloha tower and all those little runs right so yeah. i'm not in the best top shape but when i when he told me about my lungs i said like dude i i do exercise as often as i can you know two or three times a week um i run you know my lungs are perfect he goes no man you're you're here's your oxygen you need to have it at two percent, and if you if you and then obviously my 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 oxygen level when I was at the hospital on a normal you gotta have it between ninety six to one hundred right uh, on your um, oxygen level. Mine was dropping from eighty nine to uh, ninety, so that's what their biggest concern was with the lungs. They they gave me X rays. So, did you get any yeah. sort of like explanation why you you may have been more susceptible to something like this? No, but I didn't. I didn't know that at that time that Uncas was uh, in that level yet, right? I knew that he was getting sick and he had a fever, and, and he was doing the same thing I was with. Let's milk it through the holiday. Let's get better and go back to work. Right? That's the yeah. mentality of of, of the, the job that we do, right? And so I, I I spoke to him a couple of times, and once I, you know, once I was in the hospital, I uh, you know communicated with him, say hey, how you doing, and he was like, man, I can't kill the my fever is the one that's killing me. He couldn't get rid of the fever, and then I say, man, the fever for me lasted th three to four days. Other than that, it was a pain, and obviously the, my lungs or my chest after that, right? So yeah, man. So 
Uh, I stayed there for a week. I got released a week later because they wanted to take. So this is the um, the test that they wanted me to be a um, a, uh, a uh, how do you call it a guinea pig, right? Because they say well, we have we have plasma from other individuals that already are cleared. We would like to test you, uh, you know, uh, give it to you. And I said, well, how would you put it to me? Or we'll inject it to you. And I said, so what are the outcomes? What are the risks? He goes, well, if you take it, you'll be in the hospital for another additional days, seven days, so we could observe it. You could get, a, uh, you could have um, uh, heart, your heart rate could go up. Uh, your um, fevers could come back, come back, because we don't know it's a test. And I go, but you said it's good to go. He goes, well, it's FDA approved. It's kind of spooky, but we man. Can't give it to the he said, we can't give it to the public. We got to only give it here at this hospital. Hey, what that's what, what, what talking, if right? it would have been like, it's going to increase your testosterone by a thousand X. That's a phone call that I would have made. Hey, love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, nah, man. So I didn't take it. I didn't want to take another risk. I, I just, you know what? I just, uh, my, I was ready to go home, um, seeing patients scroll back and forth, you know, to the ICU. I said, I'm ready. I'm ready to get it here. Uh, the only thing about the ICU, man, the, the the doctors were very professional as far as their PPE. They they walked in with new PPE. As they, before they walked out, they sprayed themselves, took their PPE, rolled it up, put it in a, a special basket. They went outside. There was like a, a a mist. They cleaned themselves up, and then every time they went to a different patient, they did that routine. So I, I like that you're. I like that you're looking at that PPE. I like that. Yeah. You, you're making sure you're keeping a good watch on that. <laughs> So I was looking at, so I was looking at because I go, what about if they come from another another patient, right, and into my room, so that, that you could see them getting yeah. dressed outside. So that was a pretty, as far as comfort, right, that you're not going to get it from or continue getting it from somebody else, man. But other than so, that, man, I, my my pain still going right now. I mean, they sent me home with uh, oxygen. I had to be in oxygen to uh, about two weeks. So I had once I got home, I had to be isolated from my family again for another uh, week and a half. Wow. Uh, so. The, by so that time, obviously, that? My, if you're living well, my, at home with everybody, how did you? How were you? How did you isolate yourself for for two weeks? Hey, you know, it was it, it was painful, man. It was it was painful. Uh, my wife, I think my wife did a great job. She, you know, she did the whole bleeds, the whole cleaning, the whole hey, here's your plate. See you later. Oh, you're, you're gonna pay. <laughs> you're gonna pay for that later after all this. <laughs> yeah, and it, I know it was one time. Really, they, they tested. They tested negative both time. My 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 wife and my kids, so they were good. I mean, they. After I, they found out that I was positive, so they went retest themselves, and both both results came back uh, negative, right? So, uh, but other than that, man, I mean, it was it was a terrible experience being first of all isolated, the pain, um, the unknown, right? Because it was unknown. The doc, you've seen the doctors; they were saying, you know, honestly, it's everyone is different. Every every uh, every patient is different, and honestly, we don't even know if this sample that we want to give you or this test kit will work 100 percent. You know, we, we don't know. We don't know. They, we have a lot of experiences, the, uh, a lot of testing individuals, but we don't know the results of what's going to happen. Wow. But, yeah. So now that you've, uh, so basically for the most part, you've pulled out of this and you're, you're on the up and up now. You're good. Yeah, I'm in the, I'm in the up and up. I mean, I'm still monitoring. The, I still monitor my, because uh, of the pneumonia, you still have to monitor it for six weeks. Uh, so I'm monitoring my oxygen, uh, you know, like every four or five hours, you know, from here where I got, I got, uh, released for to full duty as far as from the doctor COVID. Uh, uh, <laughs> I asked the doctor. Uh, so I asked the doctor. <laughs> hey, so I asked the doctor, can I take another sample? You know, can I go test it? And he goes, you're going to test positive, no matter what. But you're not in the contagious no more, right? You're not in the contagious process. So you're going to test until it's fully out of your system for at least uh, six nine weeks. But other than that, man, this 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 is no joke, man. I, I mean, I hey. believe now it is really out there. Something's out there. Is, is, that, is, that, is that why you're smiling so much? Because you got all that pure oxygen being pumped into you? Well, I don't use it no more, man, because I'm an athlete, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been running triathlons so, do you have any, so same thing I asked Uncas, do you have any lasting effects, anything left over from, from when you... you know, uh, not from that, man. I mean, I'm still working, I'm still working on, my, on my breathing exercises, man. I'm, I'm still breathing. Uh, when, I, when, I, when I do the big breathe, I'm still having a little bit of pain, but... Is it kind of like Lamaz? Is it like doing Lamaz? <laughs> hey, but did you die though? Twice, twice. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. That's crazy though. That, that they have the two of you. Yeah, yeah, two of you with two different um, experiences with the same ordeal that affected you differently. So, well, I mean, I, I thought, think I thought, is crazy. Is it? 
Go ahead. What I th- go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. What I think is crazy is that you guys both had it at the same time. Do you yeah. do you think? Um, do you guys know when they did all the skip? Did they when they did all the contact tracing? Did they? Was there ever any indication of where you got it from? Did you ever find any of that out? So. For me, I, I did my, my tracing for two or three days. Obviously, went back and, and communicated. But I, I've never done that process. The only time that uh, I, I never associated with Uncas at all that close, right? It was just, good morning, hello. We both had our mask on. We stared away. And that's the, the weird thing that we work every day. And I've never, uh, you know, I, I personally never remember at least giving him a high five or anything like that, right? I mean, we're very clean in our office as far as PPE and, and, and uh, cleaning every day, right? We have sanitizers in, in everybody's desk. But uh, I think uh, when I did my tracing, I, I did it somewhere in another, in another. I went off base and did it on one of those uh, fast food joints on base. And that's what the only thing I believe that I got it. Was it a Chinese spot? Yep. <laughs> See? <laughs> They're transporting that stuff from Wuhan and putting it in the bentos. And that's why Unka said bento instead of beto. And it's all a big conspiracy. It's a bento, baby. <laughs> So yeah, you got you got it from a Chinese food joint, didn't you? So what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I believe it was from. Uh, the, that's the only difference I did that week. I actually went in, I get some lunch at uh, at the different joint, and and um, the next couple of days, that's when I start feeling that 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 pain. So what what was, what did you eat? Do you do you remember what you ate that day? Food. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, but what kind of food? Beto. <laughs> I ate some bentos, man. <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking, right. but, so, but man, if you're being serious, <laughs> Uncas, do, you, do you have any idea where you may have gotten it from? Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a bento. Uh, he and I are the only ones that we had it. And um, uh, my wife got it obviously from me, and it didn't take her long to get it. I mean, you know I that your wife going, got it from you. Did you get it from her? You're going to be living with that for the rest of your life, Uncas. Oh yes, I uh, yes I'm in shame on you. I yes, she she rightly tells me that I got it. She got it from me. But um, but you don't uh, you don't know where you got it from. You got no indications or anything like that. Okay. Now I started feeling uh I uh about the about the same time I I heard he was going home. I started feeling uh. Poorly, but I just thought it was, hey, I got to ride a bicycle 11 miles to go home. <laughs> I just thought I was getting old. That, that's when you thought, hey, man, riding this bike is pretty <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to have a car. <laughs> yeah. I'm so old. Why am I riding I'm a bicycle joking. to and from work 11 miles? What am I trying hey, to do? How, how many times do you ride the bike to work a uh, week? Two or three times a week. Yeah, man. The guy is on top 11 miles, one, 22 miles a day, this guy when he writes in top shape or at least a healthy wise, he's healthy, you yeah. know, and it was, I mean, here in my house, I was surprised that my, 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 my family didn't get it. And we we're so close, you know, before we knew it was the, the COVID, I laid down in the, my couch the first day because I couldn't handle it. The next day I'm in bed, you know, and my wife, you know, it just works weird because we're, we had a good, good contact, you know, close contact with my family and thank God that they, uh, and my prayers answered that they didn't get it. We both time they tested yeah, yeah. themselves. That's for real. That's so do you guys a, have? That's a yeah. Anybody else in your family get it? They're better. But, no, I mean, not, I'm not no, talking about your wife and your kid, but like, do you have anybody else close to you that that, that has had it? Well, I'll tell you this, oh, yeah, and the reason why I ask is because you guys are the closest to me, right? I, nobody in my family has has gotten it. Nobody in my family back back in California has gotten it. Yeah. Uh, knowing you guys personally. You guys are the closest to me that that I've that I've that I've experienced anybody have it. So the, this is as close as it's gotten to me personally. And uh, so yeah. I just wanted to ask, aside from you guys, so obviously Uncas, your wife got it, and yep. uh, and and Beto, your your wife and kid didn't get it. But is there anybody else in your family that may have gotten it, or anybody else close to you? That, well, that I know it? that. Uh, so for me, for me, it was uh, my mother. Right? She 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 went through the symptoms. She went through the whole process. The biggest concern was uh, sometime in March, I think that's when she, she had symptoms around and she did have COVID. And obviously, and from a distance, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling from her, but you don't know nothing about it. It's like, oh, mom, drink water, take medicine. And yeah. she described the pain, neck pain, 
shoulder pain, and I was like, just walk, move, you know, trying to be the good son, right, trying to help her out, but not knowing what pain she was going through. And now that I went through it, I was like, you're, you're you know, you should have been more supportive because now she was suffering. She's older, right? Yeah. And, and so now I know what she went through, probably worse than me because of her age, right? And I was like, man, so now I'm treating it with, with a little bit more understanding and somebody tells me, you know, the, uh, the, um, if they ever tested positive, right? So a couple of guys tested positive that I know, but they had the fever just like Uncas, but. Um, yeah. mm. we, we've kind what of. about um, you, Uncas? Anybody oh, else sorry, besides sorry, your wife? Uh, I, it came on fast for me. And uh, it came on fast for my wife. And the only other person I know is. So I. So, we'll, so that's that's, yeah. that's Beto. All right. That, I don't know if you've met him before, but that's Beto. And uh, we'll beat we'll beat we'll beat that we'll beat that part out. Thank you very much. Good job. Yeah. But that's okay, man. That's okay. That's okay, baby. That's okay. But but yeah, man. I mean. I but, mean but but what I'm saying is, um, yeah. Um, I was expecting all that contract tracing to produce somebody else. Yeah. In in in, exactly. in our in in our in our circle, where we're all together all the time to have either just start claiming they've gotten it or, you know, had, had reported that they had symptoms earlier, but it, it, yeah. it's come up a complete mystery where this thing come from. Maybe we were just, you know, we're walking outside and caught that odd little thing through our masks. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Because you know, the media that we have, we try to be as, as best we can, but just for two individuals out of a group of, you know, on a daily basis, you, you're dealing with at least, 50 to 60 people a day, you know, at least communicating, walking around with you, yeah. the type of work we do. And from that, con from my contract tracing, the individuals that that, that uh, had either come in contact during that week, they all tested negative, you know, so oh, that's good. Yeah. I was in a confined space that day. That's where, true. Yeah, where there was, there's no way to, to maintain social distancing. And uh, uh, none of those individuals reported getting sick. So, huh. It, it, it's um, yeah, it's very yeah. hit and miss. Yeah, so so I was working with a bunch of individuals who happened to get the the COVID, and I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna be lumped into that circle of people, and yeah. I was told uh, your name didn't come oh. up, and you're not gonna be a part of that. And I was like, well, I was with them, like, uh, but you you're good. I, I think like, we just okay. found our you you went on the list, and that's that's <laughs> no, but. Even if you're bringing it up yourself, right? Why wouldn't they give you the chance to go and get exactly. tested? Why would they ignore it? Why would they ignore it? Well, but, you know, I mean, so but, but before all so, this went down, though, like like I could have I could have been lumped into some people who got quarantined, but I wasn't. Yeah. Yep. One thing that did happen, maybe two months ago, this is weird, right? There was a dead bird at the at the at the at the stairs where I go go to work, right? I, mm. And the guys are going to draw straws. Who's going to go get rid of this dead bird? And, you know, I'm from Louisiana. I don't, I don't care about that stuff. So I was like, I just get a bag and go throw the bird away. Well, yeah. that day I started feeling bad. And I was like, oh, man, I don't feel good. I went home. I started getting body aches. That night, uh, I ended up laying on the couch, man. My, and my wife was taking care of me. I had fever. I put a blanket on, was drinking some soup and, and, some, and some tea. And I had fever. And I was sick that day. I, I called into work that next day. And then after that, I was good. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. But I never got tested. Because yeah. I'm real paranoid about that, yeah. but I'm pretty sure well, yeah. I had it. Hey, Bento. So that's another one. I, I think the, things the are paranoia. Focus. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the paranoia, right? Like, like uh, if you guys would. So, I've said it before. I don't want to be tested, right? I don't want to be tested. I don't want to go on a list. Is there any concern that you guys are on any kind of like? Uh, now that you've been tested, you're in the system. People know that you have it. Your 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 names come. You know. You're you're tied to this thing now. Well, vampires have already started calling there for that? <laughs> the, so, the vampires so, have already started calling me. They want my blood. An interview yeah. with Ukas. Was that? They, the vampires so, have already started calling. They want my blood. So, <laughs> well, so what? They need your antibodies. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, any, so for um, me, for me, I, I uh, after when I was in the hospital, I had a special the uh, the. Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, internal medicine came to my room uh, with, a, yeah. with papers and all. They say, "Hey, uh, we want you to volunteer. If you'd like to volunteer for for once a month, you give blood, uh, and then I answer a couple questions for testing." Yeah, they wanted to continue the testing, so I said, "Okay." So he goes, uh, "We'll pay you for that, you know, to do it, uh, but we, we need as many many people that we have because not everybody we are we're, we're going on an unknown, right? So 
I took yeah, uh, last uh, last right the week before uh, the day before I went to work. I went to take my samples. They gave me some. Uh, so it's a different department that the obviously that the hospital, right? But it's internal medicine. And I asked them all kind of questions. Like, what kind of tests are you doing? So well, we're going to give you the COVID test again. We're going to do blood work again uh, from from every from your nose, from your mouth, and your your brown eye, right? Uh oh, oh boy. <laughs> Ouch. So they wanted to do uh, uh, everything. They wanted everything because they want to know. Honestly, uh, the doctor that was with me goes, honestly, I'm telling you right now. I've been doing this for since things started, and we are on the unknown. We don't even know where, when it pops up. We know how it is airborne, but healthy people that are healthy just get it compared to an older individual, right? So in the same room, so they're doing all these kind of tests. And uh, for my sample, when I so I have, obviously I have to report everything. My wife and the, and the type of work she does, she had to report it, and they said, "Well, you can't come to work." I go, "But she tested negative." She goes, "Sorry, but you have to wait another week for till he goes back to work. Then you could come back to work." So it, it affected her side of that, uh, uh, what she does because she was around somebody that, even though she was tested negative twice, her industry said, "Hey, we we um, we need you to wait another week when your husband returns to work." So it was a pretty. Uh, um, you know, I think I'm in the books. We are, I think we both are in the books somewhere, and they're going to be monitoring this thing. Is, uh gets worse and worse, you know. They're, gonna, they're coming for your brown eye, bro. Yeah, for the brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross, dude. Uncas is, Uncas oh. is lost, man. I think he's frozen. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Is Uncas gone? He's just, he's just playing oh, he's Breeze. There he is. He's playing Breeze there tag. Is. You're it. <laughs> But no, man. At the so end what of, else, the end man? Of what 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 else we want to talk about? We talked about you guys getting down with the sickness. So, um, I so two dramatically different stories for two two different people. A, one guy was relatively. Uh, one guy had to be. You know, one of you guys had to be. Uh, you made the it. word I'm looking for. Yeah, get in the hospital. Yeah, not the. You see. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you had both of us in the same time, man. I think we're gonna we yeah. can tell how different it is. We're same environment. Same day-to-day -day, uh, work, know each other, we uh, communicate on a daily basis to different results, right? I mean, as far as one went to the, this extreme, the other one to the different extreme. Yeah. But So, yeah, you're correct. I'm glad you had both of us at the same time so we could tell our our It's nuts that we have two, such, two totally different stories and two yeah. dudes that, uh, that, that had it at the same time. And uh, with, with totally, one of the things I think it's, you know, you heard me allude to it earlier. I think it's pretty frustrating uh, from my perspective. Um, and you guys know where this is going already, I'm sure, is it took so long to get the state-administered test results back to you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and, you know, they want to they initiate all of these controls on our lives, yet they can't get the results back fast enough. So here are two guys that, for a few days anyway, were walking around, theoretically. Now, you guys are responsible enough to stay, keep yourself isolated as much as you could, but there was no guarantee that you were positive. You didn't know. And, uh, you know, if you have a good day in this time frame where you are positive for the coronavirus, you could have gone shopping. You could have been around other people, not knowing one way or the other, whether or not you, you actually had it. Right. Uh, yep. it's, 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 it's sad because these, we have these restrictions placed on us because of our geographic location and because of the people that are appointed over us, uh, I want to say appointed over us, but people who are elected over us, uh, you know, who, who think that they're in some sort of a command position to put these restrictions on our lives. And yet they can't even get these results back fast enough to let you guys know uh, what your condition actually is and uh, how many other people are in the same situation and go off and infect more people. And uh, what does that do for, um, for this pandemic it just continues to grow the problem which continues in their eyes to justify keeping these restrictions in place it's like they're and part that, of the problem and then trying to be part of the solution of the problem that they created or at least helped to create you know and i think that's how the numbers come up when they when they show them the numbers of COVID. oh we had 105 well you kept them for five days <laughs> you know yeah. i think yeah. it's so, I, no that's no joke yeah you go to the, the hospital results. you get a result in an hour in an hour. Yeah. In an hour. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at Unc Uncas. It took him. It was going to take you days to get your results, and then and then Beto goes to the hospital and like, oh, this might be a good guinea a pig. You know, negative, let's spam. Right? <laughs> so that's the yeah, thing about Uncas, it. I took Uncas. my I, I took my son Sunday. I, was, I took my dice on Sunday, and when I went to the ER room on that Wednesday, I got my results on a Thursday. 
on my email, right? I say, here's your email. Yeah. You're positive also. I came positive also on the, on the one that I got from Aloha. But from Sunday to Thursday, remember, I came back home. I came back on a Monday at home, Tuesday at home with my family, right? And I get the yeah. results on Thursday. The one from the, that I took at Aloha Stadium, I took it on a Sunday. And I get the results on Thursday when I'm already in the hospital. So for four or five days, I'm here with my family, right? And it's positive. Yeah. So, yeah. so really just good. like, that's what I'm saying is like, we could get it in an hour. Then we need betters on site. Give it to you on site. Yeah. By the time you get home, you should get an email or something, right? Like, yeah, but uh, fellas, think think of this. Before we go and try to tell the um, powers that be how they can do things better, <laughs> why don't we just tell them to back off? Because in the past, when we've had similar uh, catastrophes, is this, this going to be a revolutionary war lesson again? You know it. No. no. <laughs> let, let, her, let her rip, Uncas. Let her rip, man. Let her let rip, Uncas. No, listen. I mean, I, I did some numbers just from what's off the website today from the CDC. And it's nine-tenths nine of 1% of the entire population of Hawaii has tested positive for COVID. 1.2% of those numbers have died. Now, that's a, that's a sad thing. No one, you don't want to have anybody die, but we have equally or greater catastrophes out there or great equal or greater groups of individuals who are in distress. And we don't put this type of effort that we put towards this one towards those problems. True. What is this? Is this a, is this an experiment on government control of a problem? Because if it is, what's the justification? I mean, the world did not fall apart before January yeah. with all the, all the problems that we've had in the past. Why all of a sudden were we afraid that the world was going to fall apart over this problem? Well, it, it has nothing to do with uh, debt, finances, or cold wars happening behind the scenes, or elections, obviously. So, Except for all it's those people that dude. lost I their jobs or lost their yeah. businesses due That's to the shutdown. And who are the individuals that are st standing by to pick up from those tragedies? Good old Did Uncle they Sam. they have anything to do with putting this, <laughs> putting these draconian measures into, into force? Yeah. So it's, it's a control. I think it's a lot of time. It's a control mechanism. And it comes back to uh, trying to, they're trying to get us to believe that we need them. They're showing us uh, how helpful they can be. And, uh, you know, and as we can see in this whole process, they're not very helpful at all, but it's a control thing. It's and, 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 and now it's like, so the police can't even enforce all of the things that they have uh, put in place. But what is, what, what is more disturbing in this whole thing that I've noticed is we are informing on ourselves and we're, we're basically in being the enforcement for the state. Because the police can't catch, I mean, we're, in this state alone, we're 1.4 million people. They can't police all that. If we all just decided, no, we're not going to do it, um, it just wouldn't happen. But, you know, because the cops, they, they, they can't police that. There's no way. Too many, we, you know, yeah, we too have many. them way too far outnumbered. So what they've done masterfully is they've turned our neighbors against us. Uh, we have neighbors informing on us and we, and we have, you know, and, uh, and the pressure, the peer pressure, um, you know, how many, you know, you take a picture of somebody and you put it on social media with some, uh, you know, you know, blurb about how irresponsible they are that travels, man. You know, everybody's tied into social media somehow. Right. And, and it's not the same thing as, as China with the, with the social credit, but it kind of is, isn't it? It's kind of the same thing and we've allowed ourselves to be turned informants on our, on ourselves and that's that's the worst part of this whole thing in my mind our, our, we we've 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 allowed ourselves to forget our heritage our freedom yeah i agree yeah, with that. revolutionary or um <laughs> i told you here was here i Come told on. you Marcus, give it to me give it to me <laughs> i want it give it to me yeah the yeah the last of the mohicans all right. <laughs> All right, that's guys. That's a great, well, that's that's a great movie. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end it on that note. The last of the Mohicans. Uh, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and end the recording. Go ahead and stick around for a minute, guys. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Unshackled Liberty. Now's the time where we have to pay some bills. And, and, and I guess, what do, they, what do they say? Pay some bills, clean up shop. I don't know. What, is, what are you just kind of... Sweepers, sweepers, man, your brooms. <laughs> we just kind of pimp all your stuff, right? So, like, yeah. so like if you wanted to, if you felt like you wanted to do this and you wanted to help us out financially, uh, we won't say no. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash unshackled liberty where we have a patch club. I think it's $3 a month. And we'll send you our... our uh, send you our morale patch it's like a velcro patch you can put on your stuff it's kind of dope um if you like our if you like our show logo you're gonna like the the uh the patch because that's what it looks like and uh, and then of course you can also support us at anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty that's uh those are the guys that actually put together or distribute the uh the podcast for us but you know what's cool about anchor.com nope nope no wrong one anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty is you can leave a message for us um I kind of think that's a cool thing. You can go in there, you can leave us a voicemail. You should leave us some voicemail. Yeah. And if it's cool, we'll play it, man. I mean, if you're dropping F-bombs and you're like saying nasty stuff, we're just kind of like, thanks, but no thanks. But man, if it's- We'll if it's, laugh about it, but yeah, it yeah. we can't use it. Yeah, we'll, we'll laugh between the two of us and, and whatnot. <laughs> but we're not going to put it on the show. But man, if you leave us something funny, something stupid, something intellectual, right? I don't know. Yeah. Even something. Uh, Leave us a message. Yeah, we want dude, to hear we'll, from you. We'll, we'll drop Where are it. you? Yeah, who, who are you? you? Who are you? Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, um, you've heard us do it before, and we're we're gonna keep doing it. If you guys are musicians and you want to send us an MP3 of some of your original work, um, you can send it to unshackled.liberty at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, where's our bass players? Where's our guitars? Where's the keyboards? Yeah. Where's exactly. our flute players? Harps? Where's our? I want a jazz bagpipes. Player. Jazz, Jazz blue, yeah. well, piccolo even it doesn't matter anything we, we, we want to pr- provide a platform for you creative people to, to express yourself yeah dude if you guys play a mean ukulele let's hear it let's hear it so so there's that so you can send us that email uh we'll play it um so that's it right i think anything else we're missing if you want to follow if you if we want to follow you on twitter who, who, who do we who do we follow there gumbo i am at crypto gumbo on twitter and I am at Q underscore abolitionist. And we have a show page at unshackled underscore L. And we're most active on, on Twitter. But uh, but you, I, I have a little Facebook page that I almost never use. And that's really just to distribute the, uh, the, the show on Facebook. But if you guys wanted to follow us, we're most active on Twitter. Um, and we'd love we to chat. We also have a Discord, Unshackled Liberty Discord. But uh, we still have to build upon it a little bit more. But it's still there. It's kind of like entry level guys you're dealing with i mean yeah we're, we're gen xers but we're kind of on the kind of on like uh you know we, we don't we don't understand a lot of that stuff man <laughs> not, am i not allowed to say that all right i'll just joking man. all right so anyway hey thanks for your listenership guys and uh we hope to hear from you mahalo